Big Podcast. It's a very special episode of Build a Big Podcast. You've heard me talking about Big Podcast AMP, AMP, Audio Monetization Program. And I've gotten a lot of questions about Big Podcast AMP. What I have done is somewhat organize these questions. I've got a list of 20 of them here on the sheet in front of me. I have a second sheet with 20 additional questions. That's part two. If you don't know what I'm talking about, bigpodcast.com slash AMP, A-M-P. If you go there, you'll see the official sales letter. I cover a lot of what I'm going to talk about on that letter. You'll see it in writing. I'm going to give you a little bit of a different perspective by talking about these things. This is very common. People ask, my podcast is about blank. Can you help me? And you can fill in the blank with more or less anything. It could be, I'm a pastor and I'm trying to get people more in touch with the Bible and teach them how to understand the Bible or read the Bible in a year. Or it could be, we're a swinging couple and we talk about swinging and how people can get into the lifestyle. All right, cool. I'm good with both of those things. The answer is yes, I can help you. I worked in the music industry for a number of years. My job is to get people interested in your message, show you how to package that message in a way that people are interested in, show you how to get the word out about that message. And part of that is going to be, let's call it old school promotion, but part of it is the foundation of your podcast, how you come across on your podcast, packaging your message in a very specific way. There are a lot of things that go into building a big podcast. It is not just recording It is not just your message. It is how you package your message, how you deliver it, who you are as a person when you deliver it. Podcasts are personality driven. So I'm going to help you bring that person that you know is inside of you, get him on tape, get her on tape, and expand on that, taking it out into the world. You might've experienced this recording yourself the very first time. You're thinking, oh, I'm gonna be excited. I'm gonna use vocal variety. And you do the playback and it's like, hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) I've been doing this a long time. I grew up around recording studios, but first in the radio studio, 1991, I was 18 years old in college in Memphis. And I had the same experience. I had the same experience when I got my own radio show on documentaries. I have the same experience now. Sometimes I listen back to episodes of this podcast. I think, oh man, ouch. Especially when I come in after the big vocal guy, big podcast. I'm like, oh, hey everybody. Hey. Hey, is this thing on? (laughs) My job is to bring that out of you. And I'm in the trenches with you. Believe me, I know how to do it. And I know that it's not perfect. Sometimes it gets messy. And I know that it's something you've got to continuously look at because we can fall into ruts. So yeah, my podcast is about blank. Can you help me? Yeah, man, I can help you. I worked with all sorts of people over the years. I talked about the Christian guy who wants to spread the Bible. Talked about the swingers. That's left. And that's right. Most people somewhere in the middle, I will say this, what I'm not into, and this is not going to be a match for you if you're doing this kind of thing. I'm not into the rage farming kind of content. I'm not into the misogynistic content. I'm not into us versus them type of content. If you've got a podcast like that, hey man, you do you, that's great. But that is not the stuff that I like to work with. Could I help you with it? Yeah, yeah. But would you want me to be the one helping you with it? No, because I'm not into it. What I get excited about and the people that I like to work with and the people who like to work with me 
they are excited about spreading a message. Maybe that's a hobby that you're interested in. Maybe that's a belief system or religion. Maybe it's the lifestyle, whatever. Whatever your belief system is, your one true religion, I'm gonna help you spread it with that exception. Not into rage farming, misogyny, no racist stuff. Look, I'm a 50-something-year-old guy from the South. (laughs) I'm not going to add to that reputation that we've got by doing more of that. So if that's you, hey, man, again, you do you, but you'll probably help somewhere else. Everybody else, yes, I can help you. Two, are your live sessions recorded? Part of Big Podcast Amp, we do three live sessions a month. They are not recorded. And the reason for that is, is because I want a safe space for people to talk about what it is they are going through. And that could be, hey, I don't have that many listeners right now. It could be, hey, I've got this contract that's been presented to me. I've got this sponsor. Can you take a look at this? And we talk numbers and we talk downloads. And that is not something that most people won't record it. I know as a podcaster and just living in the world in general, we've got an iPhone in our pocket. We feel like we need to record everything. Well, we don't. We don't. Part of being a great podcaster, I think, is knowing what not to record. And sometimes the best conversations, they are not recorded. So no, the live sessions not recorded. With that said, part of Big Podcast Amp, there is some training that is recorded. I've got a podcast jumpstart on there, something I call Big Podcast Blueprint. People have paid $2,000 to be part of Big Podcast Blueprint. That is a bonus when you get with Big Podcast Amp audio monetization program. So yeah, there are a lot of recordings there. You can listen to them anytime, 24-7. I've got an app that's part of this. You can listen to it on the go. But as far as the one-on-one sessions, no. If you miss those, sorry. Sorry, you've got to show up for that. That's part of this. If you want to have a big podcast, you've got to show up. No judgment if you don't, but you're not going to hear the recordings because that's private to those people who are in that room. Question number three, how do you do video conferences? It's something very similar to Zoom. Right now I'm using a tool called Butter. I've got another one called Sessions. I like each of those because they've got a queue section, meaning that if you've got a question, you can get in the queue. If you've got a question during a topic, you don't want to get into a queue. There's a question button or I've got a comment button. That stuff is so much better than Zoom, which more or less just throws you out there and you've got to get my attention or you've got to jump in. And what was happening, I used Zoom for a long time, is that a lot of people were, you know, we're podcasters who like to talk. And a lot of people just, they were getting talked over. So I've got to have some kind of order to these meetings and something that's very similar to Zoom for all intents and purposes. It is Zoom, but just has a few extra features. That's how we do that. Number four, how long is the commitment to joining the group? And is there a trial period available? No, there's no trial period available. The commitment as of right now, as of this recording, one year. It is a one-year commitment. And the reason for that is because it is volatile when people come in and out, and in and out. Imagine being in an apartment building. People are moving in, people are moving out. It's disruptive. It's better for relationships, for trust, for the group as a whole, to have people who are committed. To take it back to that long sales letter, that's the reason the letter is so long. I want you to know what you're getting into. I've got a book. It's 93,000 words, 400 and something pages. I've got this podcast. I've got a daily newsletter. I've got a weekly newsletter. There's a lot of content out there from me. You have an opportunity to get to know me 
before you jump into this. I've made that very easy. But this group that I put together, there's something special about it. This is the reason we don't record things. I'm trying to protect the group. I want a place where podcasters can talk and be honest with each other. There's all sorts of forums online that are free. There's all sorts of opportunities for podcasters to get together that are free, meetups or even conferences. You know, you can go to something like that and you can learn a lot and you can make some great connections. But as far as having a safe space, I don't know that they provide that. I saw a need for it. That's why I created this group. That's part of it. And that answers the next question. Why yearly? That's why. I'm not making judgment if somebody wants to test me out, but the way to test me out is going to be the book, the newsletters, this podcast, the other things that I've got online other than Big Podcast Amp. By the time you get to Big Podcast Amp, you should know that you're ready to commit for at least a year, not just to me, but to podcasting. But this is a long-term game. I mentioned how long I've been doing this. Radio since 91, podcasting since 2005. It does not happen overnight. There's nothing that I can do for you in a month. It's going to be a little while. There are people that may tell you differently. Oh man, yeah, man, just a couple of weeks. You have a lot of listeners. No, not going to happen. Number six, what level of experience in podcasting is required to join? I want you to be committed to podcasting. And if you're brand new and if you're committed, there's a place for you in Big Podcast Amp. With that said, you will benefit more if you have a podcast already. If you've never gotten behind the mic, if you don't have any equipment, I can teach you this stuff. And I will teach you this stuff. I'll work with you. But your time with me, because I'm a marketing person, not a technical one, is going to be better spent talking about building the content around your podcast, building that personality, bringing out the personality inside you for everybody to see. You're going to get more out of it if you've already got a podcast. Does the podcast have to be perfect? No. Not at all. Do you have to have a lot of listeners? No, no. But even if you're a month or two behind the mic and you release just a few episodes, you're going to know more about what to ask me. My suggestion, if you haven't started yet, maybe take a look at the book that I've got. Be thinking about what you want a podcast about. Put out a few episodes on Anchor, or they call it Spotify for podcasters now. Get behind the mic. Get a few episodes under your belt. Then you're going to know what to ask me. With that said, if you're committed to podcasting and you know that this is for you, yeah, I'm going to make space for you. What topics do your live calls cover and how frequently are they held? I mentioned this earlier. We do about three a month. I say about three a month. Sometimes it's over that, but at least three a month. I've got one call. It's all about the mistakes that we made the previous month. That's always a lot of fun because what I want you to do when you're a part of this group is I want you in the trenches, man, in the arena. I want you trying things. And a lot of things, they're not going to work. Hey, I tried this new software. This didn't work. Hey, I tried booking a guest this way. This didn't work. That's great because that gets you closer to what does work. And this is basically the philosophy that I just talked about. Already having a podcast is going to be so much more beneficial when you come to me than not having any podcast at all. That's the same concept of that one call is, yeah, man, I want you out there making mistakes. This is not theory. This is not a game. This is not something where we can go to a party and say, oh, I've got a podcast. Oh, isn't podcasting great? You should think I'm more important now. You know, Michelle Obama has a podcast and I do too. This isn't about that. This is about spreading a message. This is about impacting lives. This is about taking your passion and transferring that excitement to other people. It's not always fun and games. 
I'm recording this in a tricked out walk-in closet. About five by eight, 40 square feet. (laughs) I mean, I tricked it out. Had the electrician come in, wired up, got a bunch of sound paneling, got a bunch of gear with flashy blinky lights. It's cool, but at the end of the day, it's still a walk-in closet. And after I'm done recording this, I've got to edit this and I've got to do episode notes and I've got to upload it. There is work in podcasting. What I'm trying to do is not make that work so scary to you that you're afraid of jumping in and also normalize making mistakes. This is what I talked about, about putting a group together that's a safe space for people to be honest with each other. If you go on Facebook or some of the public forums, everybody wants to act like they've got it together. Oh man, I made this much money on YouTube or I made this much money from advertising or I've got a bajillion listeners. It was verifying that. And that's just ego stroke. The true podcasters, they're out working. I'm not saying they're not having success, but they're also having a lot of mistakes. And that's one of the things we normalize within Big Podcast Amp. The mistakes. I want you to make them. I want you to fail fast. I want you to fail often. I want you to move forward. Question number eight, how is the recording training structured? And what areas of podcasting does it address? This is a great question. Within Big Podcast Amp, I've got different specialty trainings. I mentioned the podcast jumpstart. If you feel that your podcast is stuck, that's a perfect training for you. It's going to go through, more or less audit your podcast, look at where you are now, little tweaks that you can make to revitalize the podcast, re-energize your audience, re-energize yourself, get you excited about doing your podcast again. A specialized training just for that. I've got various specialized trainings One of them about broadcast syndication. If you want to get your podcast on radio, I'm going to show you how to do that. Other trainings and documents in there about using specific tools, structuring sponsorship offers, how to make a reel that's going to sell you as a voiceover, as a podcast host or other talent, something that's going to sell your show to networks, training to help you book guests more easily, and also better guests, guests that actually have something to say that are going to help attract people to your podcast. So all different areas of podcasting. Specifically, though, things that are going to help you to have a better podcast, grow your audience, make more impact, and make more money. Question number nine, can members get personalized feedback on their podcast within the group? Yeah, you can. You can ask in the form that we've got that runs 24 hours a day. If you've got something you want me to review, absolutely. I will say this, that a lot of people think they want personalized feedback. (laughs) Then they get a little touchy. They get a little touchy. I don't pull punches when I give feedback. So if you come to me and you ask, hey, what do you think about my artwork? I'm like, "Eh." don't start defending it automatically. Listen to me. You don't have to take what I say. Ask yourself, do you want feedback or do you just want me to tell you how great you are? Because if you want me to just tell you how great you are, I can do that. Big Podcast Amp, the group in general, very encouraging. But if you really want feedback, know that you are going to get it. So yes. You can get personalized feedback on your podcast. If you want to be a better host, you want to feedback on a read, you want to feedback on the business dealings. That's a lot of what we deal with. Hey, I've got this opportunity to work with blank, this sponsor. How would you structure this deal? I give a lot of feedback like that. Number 10, is there a community aspect to the group? How do members interact with each other? Yes, I've talked about it. There's a forum. You can interact there 24-7. There's an app for the forum. There's also interaction on the live calls that we do. 
When you join Big Podcast Amp, you will make connections and relationships with other podcasters who are just as serious as you are. Like any group, there are a lot of different people in the group. You are not going to like everyone. Some people you might like more than others. So I cannot promise you that you've got an instant family here and everybody's going to be glad to see you and you're going to be glad to see everybody. No, that's not how big groups work. However, you can interact with people. What I have found, people get in, you're going to find a couple of people that connect with you, you connect with them. That's really where a lot of the learning and support is. One guy, for example, he's got a deep baritone voice. You're working on a project, you need a deep baritone voice. Hey man, would you mind voicing this for me? Yeah, I'll do that for you. You do the same for him. Those are the kind of relationships that you're going to form in this group. Question number 11, what are the technical requirements to access the forum and participate in the calls and training? Technical requirements is you need a computer. It is an online forum. You can participate in the calls. They're really video sessions via a phone or via your computer. Some people call in without a webcam. It's audio only. So if you're thinking, man, I can't stand video. I get you, man. I'm 100% audio. That's actually one of the books that I'm thinking about doing next is a book about audio first podcasting. I'm not a video guy. I do the videos for the calls. You're going to see me. <laughs> you might see why I'm doing just audio. <laughs> no special technical equipment, nothing beyond what you already have for your podcast. Obviously, it's a bunch of podcasters. A lot of people have great microphones. A lot of them have great video rigs. Personally, for these calls, I'm not using anything special. Probably a $30 webcam that I got off Amazon. Because again, I'm an audio first guy. And I'm using a cheap USB mic. ATR2100. Or you can call in with your full podcast kit. Whatever you got, man. We're going to work with you. But no special technical requirements. If you're listening to this, you've got what you need to participate in the forum and also on the calls. Are there any success stories or testimonials that I can review? Yeah. If you go to bigpodcast.com slash amp, there's a testimonial section of the page. If you want, feel free to do this. Ask around, man. David Hooper, people know me. Look at the reviews of my book. Look at the reviews of my podcast. Feel free. I will say this about testimonials. What you're really looking for when you're looking for a testimonial, you want to see somebody that is in a situation like you and say, yes, this success that that person is having can also happen for me. And let's be honest, man. I don't know if it can or not. A lot of your success, arguably all of your success is going to be, how do you show up for this group? Are you committed to it? Are you going to make the calls? Are you going to take the feedback? That is me being as direct and clear as I can possibly be. I'm a guy that has been around for a long time. I'm planning on being around for a while. I've been in the trenches and I am in the trenches. I'm going to do my part to show up for this because I've been showing up. If you're ready to match me, we're going to make some things happen. Question number 13, what makes this coaching group different from other podcasting resources or communities? I've already talked about the free communities. They're just going to let everybody in. And I think that's great. I think podcasting should be inclusive. At the same time, I think it needs to be exclusive to work with the people that are really serious about doing podcasting. 
talked about having a neighborhood with people moving in and out, an apartment building with people moving in and out. Imagine being in an apartment building where you've moved your family there, you've purchased the place, you own the apartment, and you are planting roots in the community, connecting with the community, you're volunteering, picking up litter, trying to add something of value to the neighborhood. Yet, next to you in the same apartment building, there's an Airbnb, short-term rental, basically a hotel. And you've got tourists coming in and all they want to do is drink and gamble and do drugs. It's a different kind of community. Nothing wrong with that, man. I'm not making judgment on it, but what is it that you want? That's what I talk about being exclusive. What is it that you want? That exclusivity, that's what I provide. And I think that's what makes it different. This is not for everybody. Now, just to be clear, when I talk about inclusivity, I started this episode talking about this. If you're the guy teaching the Bible to people, or if you're the swinging couple, there's a place for you in this group if you're committed to your message. I'm completely open-minded to everything except rage farming. If you're just looking for quick likes and attention, no, no, this is not for you. If you're just looking for quick money, not for you. But if you've got a message that's important to you, that's inclusive, that's hopeful, that's about people living their lives the way that they want to live, you living your life the way you want to live, I got a place for you. That's one of the things that I think that makes this community different. You're not going to find any judgment when you get on these calls. Let me give you a personal example of this. This is a project that I've been working on for a while. I have a friend of mine, a trans woman. This is somebody that I went to high school with. I am in the process of documenting a podcast about her transition. It is a complicated story, as you can imagine. And I'm in some ways the worst guy to tell this story as a middle-aged, straight, white guy. But as somebody that I've known for a while, she came to me, I want to document this story. I think that actually helps the message. It helps the message because I'm part of this story too. Again, this is a friend of mine from high school. So in some ways, I'm losing a friend, but I'm gaining a new friend, gaining a true friend who this person really was. Somebody that I didn't know even existed. I don't think she knew this person existed in high school. So there's a deeper story there. And that is my commitment to your story. That is my commitment to trying to share a real authentic message. Something that really connects with people. Something that connects with people who are out in the world that need to hear your message. People think they're all alone. They don't realize that other people are going through the same things that they are going through or how much these other people have something that they could learn from. That's what I bring to this. Not only this exclusivity, but also this inclusivity. I know how important your message is because I'm working with people that are spreading these types of messages all the time. Because at the end of the day, all we want is to be safe, secure, loved, to be okay. And that's even the guys that the rage farmers. I'm not going to work with you, but I get it, man. You want money? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Go do it. This isn't the place for it, but I get you. I get you. Sometimes that low-hanging fruit, that's where you are. So that's what makes this group different. It's exclusive, but it's also inclusive. You're not going to get judged in this group. What's the process for signing up? Question number 14. The process is to go to bigpodcast.com slash amp, A-M-P. 
You're going to see that sales letter that I'm talking about. Read it. If it's right for you, go to the bottom of the page. You will see how to join. Question number 15, are there any special offers for new members? No, no. Special offers right now. <laughs> this is never going to get any cheaper. That's all I can say. This is a real bargain for what you're going to get. You're not going to find somebody who's going to work as hard for you as I am. If you show up and you do the work, I am going to match you. I'll give you an example of this. I've got a lot of guys that know me for my work in the music industry. And because of that, if they've got a podcast, they come in, they want me to help them with their podcast. And because of my work in the music industry, I know so many people, I'm hooking guys up right and left as far as guests. And I'm talking big name guests. These are established musicians, people who have had success. I do this all the time. I hook people up with contacts that I know. I hook people up with opportunities that I know. I can't tell you how many guys that I was the first person to put them on a live stage for speaking, for panels, to help them further their podcasting career by moving them away from podcasting. Book deals, ghostwriters. I mentioned having a book. I've done a lot in the entertainment industry. I haven't really gone into that on this session, but you know this if you've listened to me, my music business background, my book background, my film and television background. A quick example of that is working with a guy who's a composer. He does music for film, television, and video games. Podcaster I'm working with, also working on a video project. Yep, my guy, the composer, just did the deal. So he's got a gig. He's got his music in this new movie. And my buddy's working on this new movie has got a great soundtrack. Do this all the time. Number 16, will there be any opportunities for networking with other podcasters within the group? I think I already sort of answered this. Yes, the forum the calls at podcasting events, it is not uncommon for us to get together. Assuming you're there, you don't have to come to these podcasting events. There are some big podcasting events though. We've got a lot of people there sometimes. Get together for coffee, dinner, breakfast, something like that. So you're going to get to meet people in person. And this doesn't have to happen with just me. If you're going to a podcasting event, you meet guy X and guy Z in the group they're also going to the podcasting event. Yeah, by all means, meet up. You're going to meet some people. It's almost like pre-gaming, we'll call it. <laughs> You're building a relationship virtually before you get into a live situation. So yeah, there are opportunities for networking with other podcasters within the group. I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but worth mentioning again that people are doing things like voiceover trades, promo swaps, putting their heads together, forming a network, doing deals that are not just for one podcast, but two or three podcasts and going to the same sponsor and saying, hey, we can reach 10,000 people instead of 2,000 people. Again, when you join this, you're getting connected with people that are working just as hard as you are. So they're there. And if you show up and you're working as hard as they are, you're going to get their attention. Number 17, are there specific times when the live calls are scheduled? Are they available for replay if missed? Yeah, there's specific times. They differ from month to month. What I try to do is have a daytime call and I'm going to use the United States time zones as far as daytime, like a midday call, and then two evening calls per month. So depending on where you are in the world, that's going to differ for you. I'm aware that everybody's got a different schedule and also that the people in this group are not just from the United States, they are from all over. Kind of one of the downsides of having this thing is that it does make live sessions kind of an issue. 
but it's not uncommon for us to have people calling in on the other side of the world, like two, 3 AM. Like they're into these live sessions, usually a daytime call and a couple of evening calls, U S time per month available for replay. If missed, no, I've already talked about this. There are a lot of recordings within big podcast amp, the live sessions. No, you just don't know where those recordings are going to end up. And I get it, right? It's frustrating if you want to be on a live call, you can't do it for whatever reason, and you feel like you missed something. At the same time, if it were available for recording and people knew that it was going to be recorded, anytime you bring a recorder in, it changes the energy of the room and people aren't nearly as honest as they're going to be when things are not recorded. So you might not have missed anything had it been recorded. So specific times, yes. One day time and two evening sessions per month. Replays, no, but there's a lot of recorded training within the Big Podcast AMP group. Number 18, how does the coaching group stay updated with the latest podcasting trends and industry changes? Well, one, we got a big group and they're all working very hard. Two, there's me in the trenches since the 90s, man, before podcasting. And since 2005 for podcasting, I'm doing this every day. Let me give you a couple of examples. These are things that have just happened this week. Some new software for editing just came out. Not only am I on there testing it, showing you how to use it, should you use it, is it worthwhile to use it? I've got other people doing the same thing. So you're not only getting my opinion, you're getting the opinions of other people that are just like you. Maybe you want to get in there and share your opinion. I would love that. That's what makes this group powerful. Also, something that just came up is, I guess I'm going to call it a film festival, but it's for podcasting. It is an opportunity to get your podcast in front of some major bigwig podcast producer. It just came up. We've been talking about it. If it's happening in the world of podcasting and audio, you are going to find out about it. I mean, this is the stuff that we talk about all the time. When I talk about the mistakes calls that we do, hey, what happened last month that didn't work for you? A lot of that is the stuff that's changing. Hey, this used to work. Now it's no longer working. So you're going to be as up to date as possible because of this group. It's more or less a bunch of feelers out there for you doing the work for you. With that said, the way it works is everybody's out there doing their thing and they all report back. So I hope you'll join in on that. Number 19, what kind of support can I expect to receive if I encounter technical issues or have questions? Technical issues as far as what? Recording your podcast or as far as getting on the calls? Let's talk about recording the podcast. I just mentioned this, that I've got a lot of people out there with feelers, testing new software, testing new things. Yes, this worked for me. No, this didn't work for me. So if you've got a certain piece of gear and you're not able to get it to work, you're probably going to find some people in Big Podcast Amp that have either worked with that gear or know enough about it to get you up to speed. It might be me. This is not a technical group. It is a marketing group. My job is not to show you how to plug in a microphone, but if you're running into a situation like that, yeah, I'm going to try to help you. Sure. And it's not just the microphone stuff. Sometimes it's something like DNS, DKIM, email stuff, web stuff. We're all entrepreneurs here. We're all trying to spread a message, not just via podcasting, but however we can. So you're going to pick up a lot of technical stuff simply by osmosis by hanging out with the group. That's another great thing I think about this group. I talked about it being exclusive and how it differs from something like a free group on Facebook. I've made a joke about this in the past, and this is true. Get on a free group and tell them you just bought a brand new microphone. Doesn't matter what mic it is, just put it there. I bought this microphone. 
50 people will come out of the woodwork and tell you you bought the wrong microphone. Oh, by God, why did you die? That's the worst microphone. <laughs> and then you go get that recommendation, do it again, and the same thing's going to happen. This group isn't going to do that to you. I'm not going to do that to you. I'm going to work with you, and this group is going to work with you where you are. We're not making judgment on your equipment. What we're trying to do is get you the best opportunities, the best processes, the best ways of putting a handle on your message, bringing your personality out, and getting your message to the world. So if you've got a technical issue or a marketing one, you are going to get your questions answered. I don't know everything, but I can find out. With this said, what I'm not going to do, I'm not going to show up at your house and plug it in for you. You got to do some of the work. I can guide you. I can say, yeah, look here. This is where the answer is going to be. I can't do everything for you. There are limitations to what Big Podcast Amp is. You've got to be willing to come to the table with the commitment, be willing to do the work. I can't do it for you. For example, if you need to edit your podcast, I'm not going to edit it for you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to show you what makes a good edit so you can edit it yourself. Final question, number 20. Is the content within the coaching group catered to any particular niche or any type of podcast? This takes us right back to the very first question. My podcast is about blank. Can you help me? More or less the same answer, yes, but with a slight variation. I primarily work with nonfiction podcasters, business podcasters, people with a message, people with a philosophy, something that they want to spread to the world. Most of the time, not strictly entertainment, not fiction. That is not to say that a fiction podcaster wouldn't get something out of this. You will. A lot of the stuff is the same. But a fiction podcaster, you're not doing interviews. And when I talk about booking an interview or getting great guests or how to conduct an interview or how to edit an interview, you're not going to relate to that in the same way. Are there parallels? Yeah. Will you see yourself in these nonfiction podcasters? Yeah, probably so. This is not catered to fiction podcasting. If you've got specific questions, feel free to reach out to me. I don't want you in there if this is not for you. This is one of the reasons for me to have that long letter at bigpodcast.com slash amp. This is one of the reasons for me to do this episode, which is part one of two. Part two is up next. I'm not sitting here trying to take your money. I've been doing this for a long time and doing it successfully. I do it because I love it, because I'm passionate about it, and I'm looking to connect with other people who are just as passionate. Is that you? Yeah, I know it's you. I can tell because I attract these people to me. And these are the people that I have in my group. If you're interested in going further, this is the way to do it. Bigpodcast.com slash AMP. A-M-P. You're going to find a long, long message there, man. Read it. Think about it. Reach out to me. Or if you're in, sign up. Bigpodcast.com slash AMP. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you on the next episode.